It is the Chicago First United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent and tastemakers in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, talking with Brendan Shanley and Marissa Ruiz of Lost in Concert. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with Marissa Ruiz and Brendan Shanley from Lost in Concert. How are you guys doing today? Excellent. Very good. Thank you. Uh, we are here. I'm here with you guys today. We're going to be talking about Kickstarter, the campaign you guys have going for the new Lost in Concert book. But let's like kind of take a step back. You guys run a concert website called Lost in Concert. How has the year been for you guys and the site? I think the year's been really good. Uh, we are just about at our 400th post uh, as, as a site, which is really exciting for us. Going nowhere but forward from here. Yeah. Better than going nowhere. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we did um, Lollapalooza coverage for the second year in a row, so that was exciting. Um, so things like that have been, you know, fun. You know, from when things really, like, first began, it's been neat to see it evolve in that way. Well, you know, let's kind of, like, again, take a step back, look at the site. Because I think people have heard of Lost and Concept. They know about the site. But I don't know if they know the backstory. Like, how did this site start? Kind of what is the purpose? What's the the focus and the goal with Lost in Concert? So at its, uh, at its core, Lost in Concert is live music for people who live music. Uh, it's, it's a collective group of volunteer writers and photographers who come together to help people relive or live concert moments of their life. Uh, for a long time, uh, I would be enjoying concerts here in Chicago as a Chicago native, and it's kind of upsetting, you know, that you can't bring your professional cameras into shows unless you're shooting for a publication. And I always found that when you would leave a concert, it'd be really difficult to remember all of the details that you would experience because of all the, you know, smoke and lights and activity. And then you're like, oh, man, you know, that was the greatest night ever. And a week later, after going to another show, you're like, I'm trying to remember the details of that show. I really wish I could. <laughs> And uh, so we we basically kind of kind of started to form this as a way to, for personal sake, just to, for us to help remember the shows we were going to, something we love to do. Uh, we're all creative in some way, and uh, whether or not photography or editorial writing is our day jobs, we uh, we, we we do this as a passion on the side, and it's it's grown and progressed, and more people have gotten involved and. Hopefully more people continue to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, in a lot of ways, it's like a time capsule, really, you know, that's just there for you to kind of access, you know, with the help of <laughs> Google keywords, uh, I guess, yeah. at the very least. But, um, you know, whether you went to the show and you want to relive it or whether you didn't go to the show and you want to kind of get a sense of it, I think it's a really nice marriage of uh, both the visual and the verbal. Because I think uh, a lot of other sites that do concert reviews, you know, they've usually got one headlining picture and then, um, you know, they've got a review. But what's really neat about Lost in Concert is that it's very um, photo-driven in terms of layouts. So it's very aesthetically appealing. And you're able to usually see, you know, anywhere from what, I guess, five to ten photos from each show. Um, so it really kind of gives you the chance to see every member of the band photographed and see different examples of the lighting and to really capture what might be more than one, uh, you know, moments or emotions that were happening. So I think it's a more holistic concert review than anything else that we really see elsewhere. And how long has the site been around? 
So to, really quick, though, to build on that last point, uh, sure. to Marissa's point about it being a little bit photo-driven, uh, I feel like we really try to crop down to the best imagery as well. Mm-hmm. It's not about putting up a gallery of 30 or 40 images. It's about being making a tight-knit crop of the best images that we can possibly get and pairing that with really well-written editorial. And we're less interested in being a news source as we are an online portfolio for live concert experiences. So to us, having it up the next day is less important than it being really, really great. Yeah, I mean quality over quantity. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when did the site start? Uh, officially, it was. Uh, we're, we're just about to hit our, th- our three-year anniversary. Uh, so I guess it would be the, the first show that was put on the site was December of 2009, but the site didn't actually go live until February of 2010. You guys have a Kickstarter going, um, you know, to publish a collection of content from Lost in Concert. How did that idea first kind of come together and and really develop? Well, basically, uh, after reaching many, many posts or having having this huge library of content living online with the pictures and the words, we kind of wanted a way to... To make it tangible, to catalog it, to have something that would live in its in, in a printed, more permanent form that people could share with others more easily. Uh, and and we feel like the, the with the quality, it's it's much cooler to look at these images in print than it is on a pixelated screen. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's outlined a bit on the Kickstarter page, but like what? What's the book going to have? Like, what kind of content is going to be in here? What's going to be featured? Kind of lay out what it's going to look like inside, like, once you crack the cover. You know, it's it's a really nice mix because, you know, you're going to have a lot of sort of spreads that are just pure great photos that have been captured. But then every X number of pages or so, it's going to kind of have a an interruption of sorts of what we call, like, a backstage access, which is where we're able to feature select interviews that were done with artists. So you've got the chance to kind of have that moment of reliving the concert in each page, but then you also have the opportunity to really kind of get some of that deeper insight, because that's what our site is. It's a mix of not just um, the actual concerts that have been experienced and reviewed, but we also have interviews with the artists. Yeah. So there's both the experience as well as the insight, and the book looks to capture both of those. Well, and who are some of the artists that, you know, that are featured here, whether you're covering their shows, uh, you know, publishing pictures, or... You know, publishing the interviews. Some of the artists that will be included in the book primarily? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, just to, to name a few of the more popular names that I'm sure a lot of our, uh, a lot of our listeners are going to know, uh, the Black Keys, Slash, Adams for Peace, Florence and the Machine, we've got Hole, Motorhead, Paul Oakenfold, The Gorillas, <clears throat> Lupe Fiasco, uh, atmosphere, Mike Snow, local natives. I mean, it's really all over the board. Fits in the tantrums. The toadies are in here. Guar. There's a great interview <laughs> spread um, that our editor Ben did with Moby at North Coast Music Festival. That's, I think, a great interview that was captured in there. Well, yeah, I mean, that kind of leads into the next question. I was going to ask, like, you know, what are some of great stories you guys have from capturing this content, whether it's like an interview with somebody, whether it's shooting their picture, whether it's getting in a fight after the show, you know, where like, they're like, you guys stole our drugs or, you know, like, what are, what are some stories you guys have from, from these adventures? 
All right, I, I have one, and, and to kind of build off what Marissa was saying with the Moby interview. Uh, so when Ben and I, Ben Dahl, one of the other writers for the site, uh, him and I were interviewing Moby in 2010 at the North Coast Music Festival, which was actually that fest's inaugural year. Uh, we we sat down with Moby in his trailer for about, I'd say probably about 25 minutes, and I think that for more than 10 minutes we talked about Scrabble. <laughs> and I know, a really just completely odd, completely bizarre thing. You wouldn't expect, you know, this guy, and, and he, had, he had kind of a head cold at the time, and drinking tea, and we're talking about how he, how he loves to play Scrabble and how different editions have different words that are acceptable, and it was really a detailed conversation. And, and then he comes outside and just completely, he does a DJ set and completely rocks the crowd. Yeah. And it was just like, from zero to 60, it was crazy to see that, that transition happen and to see the, uh, the amount of stage presence that someone can, can have when they go from, you know, uh, right. from their day-to-day life and things they enjoy doing to then being up on stage. Yeah. Are all these shows that you guys are featuring in the book and on the site, are they all Chicago-centric or is some of these, you know, captured in other markets? There's, uh, for the most part, yes. Everything's in, uh, was shot here in Chicago with the exception of, uh, two of the, uh, artists that are in here. We, we shot one, uh, that was in New York and one in, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, but, uh, pretty much we'll say yes for all intents and purposes. <laughs> yeah. And it is a mix of both local Chicago bands. There are some really great Chicago bands sprinkled in here, but, um, I would say predominantly, you know, national acts that are, have just gone on tour and have passed through Chicago. But it's a nice mix of both the representation of kind of some of Chicago's best, you know, at least timing-wise of the first year-ish that we were doing this, um, and then also those national acts. So it is that kind of nice hybrid. Yeah. Well, talk about some of the incentives, you know, for people who are going to pledge on the Kickstarter. Um, You know, like, what can they get if they're going to help support this project? So, um... Well, obviously, the main reason that we're doing this is for the book. Now, the book is a is a ten inch by eight inch book where it's designed to be a coffee table book. Uh, it's going to have ex- like excellent offset printing. Uh, it's going to be approximately one hundred and sixty pages. It's going to feature uh, almost eighty five artists, and uh, basically, what you can expect to get you can now that we, we have that you can get it shipped mm-hmm. for twenty five dollars. Which typically a book with this much content and this high quality, it would be, you know, it's really tough to bring it down to that price. And the way we're going to be able to do it is if we can reach our goal on the Kickstarter, uh, but with enough pledges, then uh, that's how we're able to get the cost so low. For those people that are interested in getting a gift, I know we've got, uh, you know, it's going to be Cyber Monday. Uh, so. Uh, that we have one where you can get two books uh, for forty-five dollars, so you get a little a little five-dollar incentive there for people who want to. And then if you're if you're really into uh, you know kind of having a little bit more of the archival uh, side of things, we we have a few additional packages that have uh, that include prints, eight by ten prints of uh, some of the favorite bands uh, that that we've that we've photographed that you can get included with this as well, so you can have something to kind of frame and put up on your wall. Yeah, absolutely. in addition. And, uh, Marissa, and what else? There's also, I think, among, like, the higher investment options, which is, <laughs> is still a bargain, don't get me wrong, um, it, all the members um, will also sign it as well. So there's kind of, like, that nice personalized option to it, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best way for people to find the Kickstarter and the Lost in Concert site? I would imagine it's just a straight URL, but let everyone know how they can find all these things very easily. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, number one, like you said, at uh, lostinconcert.com, um, everyone, everyone's been 
maybe sitting up. Anyone who's into concerts anyhow has probably been up on the hill at some point and kind of looked through the haze at the stage and had that lost in concert moment. So the name just seems very apparent. But yeah, you, everyone has had that feeling. So just remember that feeling when you're going to the site, uh, lostinconcert.com. On the site, there's a link to get to... Uh, details about the Kickstarter, which will then link you to the Kickstarter. But to make it really easy for everybody, we simply made a, uh, a shortened URL that's kickstarter.lostinconcert.com. Nice and simple, uh, yeah. kick, kickstarter.lostinconcert.com. There's a video on there that's about uh, two and a half minutes uh, where some of the other, uh, you can you can see uh, Tracy Graham on there and Ben Dahl and myself kind of explaining a little bit more about the book and the, and the creation of the book and uh, a little bit more detail in, in that. Yeah, on the on the Kickstarter. And what else is coming up? You know, going forward for Lost in Concert, you got the book that you're working on. You, you know, getting out. What else are you guys looking at making happen in 2013? You know, is there anything we can talk about yet? I think right now we're really just focusing on getting this book out. Like that's, I think I don't even think we can see past our hand in yeah. front of our face beyond that. We're really excited that we've got at least a uh, hundred backers so far, which is really nice support to see. Um, you know, we just are looking for so many more backers that, you know, can then get something in exchange for their pledge because the number that we backed into is what allows us to keep it at that $25 per book with essentially free shipping cost. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that right now all of us are investing our energy in that more than anything. Absolutely. Um, just to kind of, bring something tangible both to all of our backers that have supported us as well as for ourselves. I mean, I think selfishly we'd really love to see this book. You know, um, I think I'm going to have a stack of, you know, ten of them and <laughs> give them out for presents for the next year. Um, yeah, but I want to give a big big shout-out to Jen Soik in Minneapolis, who is uh, the, one of the main designers we worked with on this on this book, uh, she she kind of championed the, uh, the the main design of it uh, with a little assistance from uh, Ben and, and myself and, and Tracy. But uh, yeah, thank you very much, Jen. Uh, so we have, but we've spent probably you know we've, we've spent the better part of a year making it. The book's designed; it's ready to go. So if our goal does get funded, uh, if our project does get funded, we reach the goal. Uh, I've got the email ready. I just push send, and these things are going off to print, and then. Uh, you know, from there, uh, people who do back the project can expect to receive their reward, uh, the book, um, by March. I know that might sound like a little bit of time, but, you know, printing and shipping and all it kind of takes a while. So we want to make sure that everything is done at the highest quality. I like it, man. Well, uh, Brendan, Marissa, kickstarter.lostinconcert.com is the URL where people can go check out the book. Um, they can pledge. They can check out what you guys have going on. And I hope that it makes hits the goal. I hope it exceeds the goal and that, you know, this gets printed because it looks fantastic. So best of luck going forward. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, hopefully to everyone listening out there, if you haven't checked out Lost in Concert yet, uh, check it out. Uh, it's, 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 good. it's good karma. There's good images and you can, you know, relive and get a little bit, a little bit more inside of the uh, live music scene than, uh, than you previously are getting. Nice. Yeah, and you can follow us on Twitter at, at Lost in Concert. Really easy to remember. And uh, I'm sure that we'll be seeing you music lovers at some shows. This has been the Chicagoverse United Audio Podcast or Chicago Scene Salvation. Thanks to Brendan Chanley and Marissa Ruiz of Lost in Concert for being on the show this week. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.